cool. It was. You remember that? The I whole do. the whole country drove to <laughs> Kentucky mm -hmm. to try and photograph the uh, eclipse. I do remember that. It was that. crazy. I think my friend, yeah. actually my friend's uh, Steve drove three or four hours from his house to do that, took the day off work. So I just saw it online. That's, yeah. That was good enough for me. Uh -huh. I, I think you could get eye damage looking at the... Uh, yeah, you, there was something yeah. to do with tinfoil and you could have ruined your camera, but um, I don't know. He's not here today, I don't think. Well, like all eclipses, it's, it's over. We have good news uh, from the state of Michigan as we continue to monitor the COVID cases. The positivity rate is 2.1% over the past week. That is the lowest weekly rate recorded in the state since the pandemic began back in March 2020, 2.1%. That's great. And a lot fewer people are getting tested too. Uh, we have in Jackson, uh, interesting uh, set of numbers yesterday, one new case and one new death. Interesting, isn't mm -hmm. it? Yeah. yeah. We're really looking forward to the day when we're reporting zero yeah. for, for both. But metrics. we're there. We're a month away, or a month ago, we were just reaching 55%. So, um, yeah, we're we're very close. I I read an interesting article in the USA Today yesterday comparing Michigan and Minnesota's vaccine rollout, and they really, uh, the writer really said Michigan dropped the ball um, due to where the vaccine was available. So Minnesota relied heavily on its healthcare system, doctor's offices and clinics, and they were able to vaccinate um, in de between December and March, 27 out of uh, 100 folks, and Michigan was only 14 out of 100. And uh, I say that's because um, where the states distributed the vaccine it was harder for those uh, local health departments. They didn't have the resources. Uh, mm -hmm. They didn't have money to do anything other than have people come there to get the vaccine at the time. Right. The state gave them vaccine, gave health departments right. vaccines, but no money. And if you're wondering, well, what's their health system like compared to ours? Well, not even close to as large as Michigan's healthcare system. So um, it's an interesting read. But you think, well, why does this matter? We're already. You just said one new case, one new death. Well, well it impacted our children, our economy, uh, quicker starts. So it sl you know, slowed things down. So it's fun going back and looking at some of this data that now that we have it available. Um, but uh, Elizabeth Hertel will defend what they've done, obviously. Yeah, and it was interesting. The uh, article uh, claimed that uh, as many as 2,500 lives in Michigan uh, could have been saved if the vaccine had been rolled out uh, more effectively or as effectively as Minnesota. But I recall uh, doctors, just regular private practice physicians saying, hey, you know, we can give out the vaccines, but it was months before yeah. doctors' offices were able to give vaccines. And I think the state had this idea that uh, some uh, mass vaccination clinics like Ford Field were going to mm -hmm. be the end all and be all. Didn't work. It, it did not work. So. Uh, yeah, uh, we're going to be, I know for years, looking back on mm -hmm. what went right and what went wrong. And yeah, already we're seeing it. And having to call uh, and make an appointment and uh, keep redial, redial, redial uh, to get through to a vaccine appointment, that, that's not an equitable way. No, that? and um, you mentioned equitable. It's, re it's about reaching the people that 
you know, Walgreens and CVS will not serve, you know, those mm -hmm. rural areas and places like that where the local health departments are tasked with uh, distributing the vaccine to their counties. And, um, you, you know, they had the vaccine, but I don't think they had any money really behind the rollout. So. No, they, they provided the vaccine, but no money. Yeah, essentially. So yeah. anyways, it's an interesting uh, it's an interesting article which just compares two states, ours being one of them. So I, I would take a look at it. Minnesota went interesting. Everybody in Minnesota gets a flu shot. So they were really? set up in a way to, um, you know, handle giving out shots. It's something they do every year with the flu. So uh, Governor Whitmer today is going to hold a uh, press conference in northern Michigan to announce a plan to invest $250 million from the American Rescue Plan funding to modernize and update our state parks and trails. And that could be good news for the Jackson area. We have mm -hmm. the Waterloo Recreation Area, which is the largest state park in the Lower Peninsula. Plus we have uh, an ever-growing uh, system of trails that is waiting for funding really to expand uh, from coast to coast, which would be really uh, beneficial to Jackson because that would come right through Jackson County. That would be so great. It's a lot of money, so we'll it see It is a lot that. of money, so mm -hmm. you should see noticeable improvement. Mm -hmm. You know where I'd like to see noticeable improvement? On the roads every time I drive to the Metro Detroit area. It's just, <laughs> it just, is it ever gonna get better? I don't think it is, but there's less people on the road, so I will say that uh, the Metro driving is a lot better, so. Hey, Westwood Mall has uh, new owners. New owners at the Westwood Mall. Um, so that'll be interesting. We're, we've seen across the country these malls that were built in the 70s um, being re redeveloped and repurposed. And before the pandemic, I saw a lot of kind of go-kart and arcade places in these, in the <laughs> former anchor stores like your Montgomery Wards. You have to fill the space. Let's put yeah. a big arcade in it. But then the pandemic shut those type of places down. So I don't know, what would you put in uh, in a mall? In well, a we do have some big spaces. We've got the Elder Bearman and Westwood Cinema 1 and 2. Are those <laughs> still there? closed about 50 years ago, has been sitting empty, I, I believe. That's Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, so there's two, two movie theaters in there, I think. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know what else is empty. Uh, but yeah, this company that bought uh, Westwood Mall, they own 40 malls and they specialize in uh, reinvigorating uh, malls that have fallen on hard times, which is pretty much every mall. Yeah, yeah. for sure. It's um, everything's moved to the outdoor open space, even, you know, I don't even know malls. I mean, it's malls in big cities still, but really everything is like the, the outlet outdoor style mall and shopping, which is lifestyle malls. Yes, yeah. for sure. So to resemble downtowns. To resemble downtowns. Yeah. Maybe they'll put in a Sparrow. A Sparrow would be great. Mm -hmm. yeah. It would. It would be great. Um, last night we were at the baseball fields mm -hmm. and we had an awkward interaction, didn't we? I didn't have an awkward interaction. It was awkward for you because you weren't sure who you were talking to. I wasn't to. sure who I was talking to. Someone came up to us <laughs> and complimented your grandson and my nephew and I wasn't sure how to respond to that. So I just said, he's not my kid. Uh, that was uh, Rick Walton's sister. And I have not seen her in so long either. Becky Turk was at the game. She's never at the game. I don't know why she was there. I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe there were. But it was a, it was a great game last night. Mm -hmm. It's a fantastic game. You know what I've noticed? Uh, the uh, grandparents' lawn chairs are so much nicer than parents. Um, Mike and Lonnie Shore have these uh, 
Cadillac it's uh, lawn chairs with roofs, and and Dave and Becky Turk have these they have beautiful. Those as well. yeah. yeah. Well, Mike, uh, you should see Mike when he gets to the games, and that was just a, a six-year-old game. <laughs> he's got uh, he's got a setup in his truck. He's got a little cart that he puts the chairs in, rolls them over, <laughs> and yes, these carts they have coolers, two cup holders, a roof, a fan, <laughs> and and it's nice because in these kind of height, you're kind of hiding under it. Mm -hmm. So those are cool. That'd be a good Christmas gift for me. He even takes a uh, wind velocity reading before he determines where he's going to put his chair. He does. <laughs> yes. And he had a little pet dog on his lap, too. So, mm -hmm. And a baseball. Yes. So, hey, we have some sports. Let's get to it. It's our Extreme Dodge scoreboard for Jackson County. We still have a couple teams going in baseball. Lumen Christie in their D3 regional. They beat Dansville 10-0. Garrett Swan caused havoc for the Titans against Dansville. The catcher had three hits, including a home run, and threw out a pair of runners in a key situation for Lumen, who's 18-13. and 13. Owen Garcia earned the pitching win for the Titans with a pair of strikeouts. Lumen will face Riverview Gabriel Richard on Saturday at 12.30 at Gross Point Woods Liggett. Gosh, what a haul. Um, the final is scheduled for 3 p.m. Over in D4, Concord beats Portland St. Pat in a thriller. Eight innings, 4-3. Riley Nicewander had three hits and knocked in two runs, including the game-winning run in the bottom of the eighth inning for Concord. Nicewander started on the mound for the Yellow Jackets and was replaced by, by Bobby Ward in the fifth. Ward struck out six in just over three innings. Concord advances to the regional semi at Decatur on Saturday at 10 against Three Oaks River Regional Final scheduled for 3.30 that day at Decatur. So on the road, over on the PGA Tour, Jackson native Brian Stewart, he tees off at the Palmetto Championship in South Carolina. He was scheduled to tee off at 7.22 a.m. this morning. He's currently 117th on the FedEx Cup points list, top 125 advanced to the Tour playoffs in August and earn their playing privileges for next year. It's the first of four consecutive starts as Stewart will crisscross the country from South Carolina to California for the U.S. Open, then Connecticut, and finally back to his home state for the Rocket Mortgage July 1st through the 4th. So important run for Brian Stewart. And that's our Extreme Dodge scoreboard brought to you by our friends at Extreme Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. When you're thinking about buying or selling, please think about our friends at extreme and that's the scoreboard so good luck to those baseball teams this weekend and uh, hopefully the, uh, we get a couple more state titles that'd be awesome keep it going we still have uh, golf and softball uh, golf, golf. And golf, golf and golf and I think we have a softball yeah. I don't know if we have a softball team left and Brian Stewart is in the race for the FedEx Cup he's got to start he's got to get some money yeah. going he's got to get some finishes going this week so hopefully he has a good start and he's teeing off right now you can probably watch him on golf channel so Who's on the show today? Today, we have Shelly Milligan from Family Services and Children Aid. We're going to have JCC updates with Doug Warren and Ted Kristoff, and then the Chamber Connection with Pat O'Dowd and Home of New Vision. The morning show being brought to you by the Pick Center, and Shelly joins us after this.
You know who opens drains others can't? Minuteman Sewer and Drain. Sewer and Drain experts never hesitate to call. They can fix a problem before it becomes a bigger problem. And they stand by their name and guarantee their work. They open drains that others can't. MinutemanSewer.com. Someone once told me that every community needs a strong hospital, a strong college, and a strong bank. County National Bank is that bank. CMB provides outstanding personal banking services and is the bank of choice for several nonprofit organizations that serve our communities. It's an honor to be part of the growth of the communities we serve in Jacksonville, Dillonaway, Calhoun counties, and we're proud to help local businesses expand and succeed. CMB is banking that stays in the community. It's frozen, yet it's a Coke. It's not solid, but also not a liquid. Frozen drinks from McDonald's. They're a paradox of deliciousness. It's more than a drink. It's a McDonald's drink. Save on summer refreshments. Stay cool with a medium frozen drink for just $1.69 or chill with a medium Minute Maid slushy or iced coffee for just two bucks. Just imagine how long your retirement will be. 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. Do you have enough saved? Can your retirement portfolio survive a stock market downturn? So many times I hear, I wish I would have talked to you sooner. I am Brian Smith with Summit Wealth Advisors, and I'm here to answer your questions. Get the facts about the COVID-19 vaccine. COVID-19 vaccines are safe and effective and provide our best hope of ending the pandemic and returning to normal. The walk-in clinic at Center for Family Health is providing vaccines Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. and 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Saturday and Sunday. No appointment is necessary. Don't delay. Stop in today. The Center for Family Health has been opening the door to health care for all in Jackson County for 30 years. The Pick Center is an independent practice that has provided care to the Jackson area for over 25 years. Doctors O'Neill and Cack supervise antibiotic infusions, as well as those for many other conditions, such as inflammatory bowel, joint and lung disease, anemia, and multiple sclerosis. Our modern facility is open seven days a week, and the infusion staff will make you feel right at home. Let your doctor know you have a choice where you receive your next infusion. Remember, when you've picked us, you've picked the best. Today on The Morning Show, we're happy to welcome from Breakout, Breakout Drug Education Program, Program Director, Shelly Milligan. Hi, Shelly. Hi. Good morning. Nice to see Good morning. Shelly's also the founder of uh, Breakout, and it's part of uh, Family Service and Children's Aid. Mm -hmm. And 2021 is a big year for Breakout. Yes, it is. We turned 30. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't, that doesn't seem possible, but yeah. And in October, we turned 30. That's amazing. Shelly, what's, uh, what's different uh, 30 years ago to today, but what's really the same? Uh, the biggest difference is we started out doing assemblies and we were a one day program and so we only had one interaction with the kids and today we go in for two weeks and uh, we get a chance to build a rapport with the kids, get to know them um, and have a lot more time for interaction, questions from them, activities that they can participate in rather than just being spoon fed the information. Mm -hmm. And with the pandemic, how did you have to uh, adapt? 
<laughs> well, um, we kind of went in going into the summer knowing we were going to have to do something different, um, create virtual lessons. So we started out with the idea of doing a hybrid, being available in person as well as uh, virtual. And it ended up being um, we weren't allowed to go back in person. So we taught Zoom. And <laughs> in fact, I brought my it, th this came in very handy during the school year because I was uh, I'm so used to talking with my hands and walking around the class that um, I would sit and squeeze that during my Zoom classes. Your Zoom uh, squeeze baseball. Yes. Zoom yeah. stressor. Yes. Now you brought along some pictures. We'll we'll take a look. We'll flip through some of those. I want to ask you about parent education. I know that's uh, that's a big part of what you guys do. What it, do parents need to really you know What is it that parents don't know? Uh, the biggest thing is, is how much information their kids get from the internet right. um, and how incredibly uh, different it is from the truth and, and the kind of influences. I mean, vaping, for example, the tobacco industry knew uh, they had a strategy in place. Mm -hmm. Start with social media. And uh, in fact, if you Google is vaping dangerous, the first 10 uh, spots that come up on the internet are all places trying to sell you vape products. Mm -hmm. So that was the, the one thing I think parents don't understand is how much information their kids get off the internet. How are kids different now than they were 30 years ago? They're uh, better educated in a lot of ways. Um, uh, in fact, one thing that's real noticeable, uh, in fact, some of the pictures you're looking at is from our Take a Stand project. Um, we started that seven years ago. Uh, we would ask the kids at the end of class, um, we know by the time you're a freshman in high school, you've made up your mind what side of the fence you're on. And so we asked them, if, if those of you that do not want to drink, smoke, or use drugs, and you're committed that until the day you graduate from high school, um, we want you to stand up. And when we first started, I, we had one, maybe two kids stand up. Really? It was mm -hmm. very difficult to get kids to stand up. Now we get between 60 and 70% of the kids that will stand up in class and say, yeah, I do not want to do this. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I don't want to uh, be around it. I don't want to be asked to be involved in it. And so um, that's one big difference. Have schools gotten uh, more serious about um, infractions? Uh, it seems like 30 years ago, uh, coaches might have looked the other way if a right. kid was smoking, but we're seeing, you know, Games forfeited uh, because of uh, infractions. Right, and uh, schools take it very, very serious because it affects, uh, you know, the atmosphere in the in the school. It affects the kids that come to class every day. Um, you know, the teachers are responsible for showing progress throughout the year. It's very difficult to do that with a kid that you know is using marijuana or drinking. So yeah, they take it very serious. But the difference is, it's not punish them, it's educate them, it's um, teach them coping mechanisms, it's teach them how to problem solve. Um, that's what's different between now and 30 years ago. Now, as we've talked, everyone's gonna make a mistake. Kids are gonna make mistakes. Sure. Are, we, are we to talk, talk a little bit about that, that first, that first interaction or that first time Maybe you catch your child doing something like this. Right. A lot of kids, it's a, uh, oops, I 
a dumb moment. They got caught off guard. Um, they got pressured into doing something they didn't want to do. It's out of character. Um, I, I would say that's a majority of the kids. And those kids, a lot of times, the, that interaction um, the, with either the school, the coach, or, the, or law enforcement is enough to divert them so that they don't you know, make that same choice. Um, and there's some kids that will make that mistake and turn around and repeat that mistake. Mm -hmm. um, but a lot of them, it, it's really just an, oops, I screwed up. I, you know, I don't want to do that. The disappointment from their parents for a lot of kids is enough. And you have fun with these kids. There's activities and games and role play and all kinds of things like that. Yeah, we have, uh, we have visual aids where we show them what constipation looks like <laughs> from opioids. Um, I have a vomit machine that shows them what happens when somebody is breathing while they vomit. Um, we do different types of, uh, in fact, that game right there is Twisted Jenga. Is that with the messy goggles there? Yes, um, and they, it's, it's kind of a review game where we ask the kids questions, and as, the, as, as they get them right, the other team has to pull yeah. a block off. Well, we slowly incorporate like uh, the welding gloves um, and different That's obstacles funny. in their way to kind of talk about, well, here's what's going on in the brain. Are those official beer goggles? Yeah, <laughs> yes. I think the extent of our uh, alcohol education was uh, an officer brought in yes. a couple sets of those, passed them out for 20 minutes, and then went back on the Right, beat. right. This is kind of, we have a, a, a game where they have to wear the goggles and unscrew uh, nuts from a bolt and then turn around and hand them to somebody and they have to screw them back on. And it's We've actually had a couple teachers do it. It's quite, it's funny. The kids yeah. have a good time with it, and they learn something. When you think about uh, what life was like for you when you were a, a student at Northwest High School, right. uh, what's the difference? Did did you experience any kind of uh, uh, education in terms of uh, drugs, smoking, alcohol? No. In fact, uh, I had I remember a guest speaker coming in. He spent time in prison on cocaine, and that's all I remember of it. Mm -hmm. um, there was a big assembly, uh, and and that's kind of why, after college, I went the direction because it just was something that was missing. We had things for elementary, but we had nothing for the kids that were most likely to be offered or pressured into doing this stuff. And this is uh, a lot of your. Uh, breakouts grades age 6th through 10th grade? Correct. Yep. With the pandemic, we are seeing all kinds of uh, scary statistics as a result of isolation and uh, separation and mm -hmm. without maybe peer pressure, that positive peer pressure among kids being forced to just isolate. Right. Are you worried that the, the, the incidence of, of uh, drug use, uh, drinking, uh, smoking has, has gone up during this time? Oh yeah, and I, we're, not, we're not the only ones worried. I know parents who are worried, teachers, administrators. I don't think anybody really knows what we're walking into coming out of this pandemic. Um, but well, I, I will say one thing, this year has, I've always appreciated what the teachers have done. I've worked with them, I've seen that what they do in the classroom. This year, absolutely, um, I, I, I can't even put the words together to describe how much I admire 
the work that they did in the classroom. And it goes to show how much they do truly care about what their kids do, um, not only in the classroom, but outside it. And you as well, because you've been doing this for 30 years, what's uh, driven you to, to stay in this, uh, this field in Jackson and, and really kind of give back to our community? I, I have, I've told my kids this, if you can find something that you love to do, that you're passionate about, you know, do it with everything you've got. And um, I, I, I've not been alone in this. There's been other people along the way that have helped um, uh, put, you know, but I think a lot of the credit has to go to the, the schools. Early on, they took a chance on a group of individuals who wanted to go in and make a difference. And every year, they keep giving us more and more time in the classroom. So uh, breakout wouldn't exist if it weren't for the relationship that the program has with the schools. Congratulations on 30 years. Thank you. And I know the 25th anniversary at Rand. Hopefully when you <laughs> celebrate 30, you'll have a nice day. I think we're going to have birthday cake. <laughs> <laughs> Good to see you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Shelly Milligan, Program Director for Breakout Drug Education Program at Family Service and Children's Aid. Stay with us from Jackson Commercial Contractors Association. We'll hear about uh, new officers, scholarships, and more next. Good weather is here and the Grand River Farmer's Market is open in downtown Jackson. Shop fresh Michigan sourced food and quality products directly from local farmers and artisans every Friday and Saturday, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Fresh fruits, vegetables, sweets, crafts, and so much more. Accepting cash, credit cards, EBT, and double up food bucks. Conveniently located at the corner of Mechanic and Pearl Streets along the Grand River. When you deliver thousands of meals each week to hungry families, you need a lot of help. From volunteers and donors to some very dedicated partners like Consumers Energy. Their shelter energy efficiency programs have saved thousands of dollars for shelters and food banks like Hidden Harvest. With the money we saved by upgrading our lighting, we delivered 34,000 additional meals. Push your body hard in the name of fitness. Sure, it's for a good cause. But a good cause shouldn't mean sacrificing a good time. All for one elite team making the impossible possible. All for one innovative plan built for one cancer fighter, you. All for one goal, rising above your cancer the Henry Ford Cancer Institute, we're in this fight together. And at our global destination, we'll take care to the next level. With proper alignment, your vehicle's tires can last a lot longer. At GeForce Automotive, we perform a comprehensive front-end inspection and perform a complete alignment on your car, truck, or SUV. We'll keep you driving straight down the road. At GeForce Automotive, we make friends one car repair at a time. JTV Studios is your local source for high-quality video content. Whether you're looking for a touching testimonial, 
an exciting commercial, a fun educational film, or a useful safety video. JTV Studios can create engaging content at competitive pricing. We've already helped dozens of businesses, big and small, to train, promote, and grow. And we can do the same for you. Call or visit us online for an estimate today. Welcome to the Blessed Nest, located in between JTV and Tilted Arcade, two doors down from the Dirty Bird. We are a proud realtor of Brighton Jewelry, women's clothing, shoes, and boots. We have a great selection of unique gifts for the whole family, home decor, wall art, and furniture. We also have a baby section and men's gift section. We appreciate our customers shopping local because you not only help our business and employees, but also the community that we donate to and sponsor all through the year. Welcome back to the morning show on GTV. With us now from the Jackson Commercial Contractors Association, new president Doug Warren and past president Ted Kristoff. Morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Thanks for having us. Yeah, it's uh, great to see you guys. Uh, obviously, construction is all over the news. All over the news. How is how are things going in Jackson, Ted? I'll start. I'll start with you. How are things going in Jackson? Oh, fantastic! Yeah, yeah there's a lot of great projects. Um, you mean commercially or residentially? Commercially, we do both. Commercially, yeah. yeah. There's a. Uh, um, it's a good bidding season. Um, you know, it's it's one that uh, the commercial construction industry is always six months, nine months, a year out. So we're working on stuff for next yeah. year. A lot of good activities, which is a good indicator of. Well, what's next year going to be like mm -hmm. for the economy? Well, we're we're already bidding into next year, That's so great. we know there's a lot of activity there. So, nice. typically the JCCA um, has to uh, beg someone to be president, so you must have missed the meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Something missed, like that. Yep. Something like that. Yeah. But you've been involved for, for a few years in the JCCA. I have. I have. It's a great organization. Uh, there's a lot of great people in there, a lot of very, very uh, solid businesses. And, uh, you know, it's real good to keep your, as much business as you can local. And what better way to do it than to yeah. be a part of an organization like that where you really get to know all of those uh, members and the owners of yeah. those companies. We're really seeing a lot of evidence that all the work that JCCA has done over these years yeah. is, is really having an impact. Yes. People yeah. are, uh, those that make those decisions, they're, they're, that's one of their first thoughts is yeah. what's this going to look like? It is. Yeah. I was thinking about this uh, coming over here that I'm pretty sure we started in 2001 or 2002, the organization, I don't know the exact date. Um, I've been with the organization ever since then. And you know, the early years were, was a struggle to get the message across of how it is beneficial to hire local companies. Mm -hmm. Now that message is well received and not, on, not only um, we take some credit for it, but uh, it is, um, it's like in vogue, it's in style. Mm -hmm. uh, we want to use local contractors, and so our contractors are definitely thriving, and, and, we're, and our membership has been growing since because of it. And I know on some of these uh, job sites, it's, uh, it's cool to see guys that uh, their kids go to school with you, yeah. um, that you're having dinner with. It's nice to see, and big projects too. Big projects, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's fantastic to walk on a job site and know a lot of those guys that are there working by their first names. Yeah. Yeah, and you also, besides uh, installing a new president, a uh, whole new slate of officers, who else is uh, serving uh, as uh, JCCA leaders this year? Yeah, so uh, Mike England was just elected to the board uh, with uh, Willis and Macknick, and uh, Jessica Webb has nice. also came over. Nice. And, and Ryan Barrage from yeah. uh, um, uh, Bruton Electric is now our vice president. Great. Yeah. 
we really we really suckered him in because the <laughs> vice president has to become the president. Yeah. Yeah. So and that's so the tricky one. That's right. right. That's yeah. right. That's great. Now you guys. Uh, recently awarded some scholarships. Uh, very cool. Talk a little bit about that program. So the scholarship program, we started uh, maybe 10 years ago with one $1,000 scholarship, trying to encourage the youth to get involved in the trades. Uh, then we quickly moved to $2,000 a year. And um, then we have, uh, and we usually uh, try to honor some uh, someone in the construction industry every mm -hmm. year. Uh, this year, we uh, honored Marv Swanson from O'Hara Construction. Um, last year, Allegiance Health uh, had made a uh, contribution to the, to the scholarship program in honor of Georgia Fatasic. So uh, she was there at our uh, presentation, so we had the Georgia Fatasic um, presentation. Um, Christoph and Sons also sponsored one, so we had a total of five this year. Right. Uh, O'Hara Construction also additionally added another one to make the total of five. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's now growing from one to five and we hope to continue it. That's now great. we're starting to really think, boy, maybe there, we, we really need to start raising money and increasing uh, yeah. the dollars, maybe renewal scholarships or maybe get them to 10 scholarships. But uh, yeah. it was a fantastic evening and uh, kind of tearful on yeah. my part. Um, but uh, one of them, we uh, honored Jamie McKibben. Yeah. Uh, long time uh, JCCA member, and as we all know, Jamie, what a wonderful man. And uh, so one of our uh, scholarships was in his honor. And so that's great. We are just proud as can be. And so. the, these are uh, these were scholarship recipients. They're talent. We would love to stay or come back to Jackson. There, there's a lot of talent in this area. There is, yeah. yeah. Yeah, who, are, who are the kids that uh, receive scholarships? Do you have the name? Yeah, we do. Oh, uh, so uh, <laughs> Joseph Okowski from Michigan Center, yep. Andrew Poling from Western, mm -hmm. uh, Dylan Krieger from Michigan Center, uh, Christopher Howard from Western, and Cole Sharp from Western. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those, there's a bright bunch right there. And uh, talking to all of them, they are definitely what we need in our industry. They're not just um, what typically people think of tradesmen. Uh, yeah. They're turning the... the the uh, um, they're turning the uh, perception around. Right. Yeah, these are good kids. That's they're, awesome. They're smart. That's so. awesome. Isn't it amazing how times change so much when you and I are getting ready to get out of high school? This is the last thing we were even hearing about yeah. was anything like this, right. and now it's just a, there's just so many opportunities for kids. Yeah. There is and In good fact, living. Your, your son uh, yeah. is is on, on a path to construction management right now, isn't he? Yeah, my son was a, re a recipient of the scholarship uh, four years ago. Graduated uh, Fair State University in construction management. Happy to uh, have him graduated. He got a job, uh, was recruited out of college, and he works for CSM Group out of Kalamazoo which is the manager here at the Jackson High Public, uh, public pro uh, Project. That's great. So he's managing the new Al Glick um, Fieldhouse nice. project. So nice. he's the uh, um, project engineer. So That's we're awesome. Very excited about Tell it. Tell him to uh, get all of those, whatever that is, out that they have at Parkside inside of that fence. What is that? What is all that? Uh, that's that roofing insulation. Is that? Yeah, yeah. 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 Truckloads and truckloads of styrofoam to yeah. put on that roof. Yeah. Before we let you guys go, I want to ask you about building materials and kind of are we delayed on that still? And when do we think that'll catch up? Look at that crystal ball. <laughs> you know, I have no idea. I, I do Excuse know me. that, uh, you know, in, in my industry, I don't deal with as much of that stuff as Ted does. But mm -hmm. even in my industry, you know, the cost of a lot of our goods have went way up. Obviously, we do a mm -hmm. lot of stuff with 
with galvanized steel, yeah. for, with sheet metal for ducting, and uh, the cost of that has doubled. And yeah. trying to trying to get all that, and you don't want to pass that cost on to the consumers, but you know you're watching your margins shrink. Mm -hmm. But as far as the crystal ball. Yeah. I don't know. When you know you, let me know about that. Well, plywood it still amazes me. Oh. I'm not sure I understand why that one still. product yeah. in this marketplace is skyrocketed and is uh, so far behind when all the others aren't as far behind. Yeah. Um, but we do have shortages, and a lot mm -hmm. of them have to do with importing products, um, which, you know, with bad comes good. Uh, in the flooring world, uh, we were very dependent on imports mm -hmm. um, and with tariffs and with shortages um, we have been building plants like you couldn't believe uh, and we're bringing more and more and more USA made products online so um, now that the, the shortage we have in now is that they just can't produce it fast enough right. um, and they're going full speed and building more so it takes you know a year and a half or two years to build a plant and right. so um, so it really it's actually quite exciting but I think there's gonna be a correction back nice. um, yeah, I hope so too. I'm hoping by the end of the year. Yeah. Doug, if someone wants to get involved uh, with the JCCA, what's the best way to do that? Uh, you can reach out to us uh, via email or our phone number or Facebook, and mm -hmm. you'll, put it, you'll get put in contact with probably Angela Magnick or, or Tom Rooney, who's in charge of membership. Um, any questions you have, you can reach out to me or, or even yep. Ted. I don't want to bother Ted too much, but uh, mm -hmm. you can reach out to any of us. We'd be happy to, to assist you and put you in, right, in contact with the right people. Yeah. And you can uh, see more about uh, JCCA and uh, all their members at their uh, website at jccca.biz. .biz, yes. And I think you get a free dinner when you go to the meetings each Absolutely. month. Absolutely. That's right. Yeah. And if you're not a member and you want to just check it out, we encourage you just come cool. to a meeting. Come yeah. check it out. You'll see there's a lot of energy, there's a lot of connections. If you're in the construction business, you're going to make a you're going to make a sale. You're going to make cool. a connection. Absolutely. So, yeah. Good to see you. Thanks Thank for coming you. in. Thanks, Thanks guys. Thanks for having us. Ted Kristoff and Doug Warren from Jackson Commercial Contractors Association. Stay with us because next up, Chamber Connection. two people experience a health crisis in the same way. That's why at Arbor Manor we focus on the individual. Our caring staff take time to listen so that we can help you have the best experience possible. Our goal is to provide guests the opportunity to function in a broad range of therapeutic services, including the only in-house aquatic therapy pool in Jackson. Guests enjoy a beautiful home-like setting with their own private room and delicious meals. The next time you need rehab services, ask your discharge planner for Arbor Manor. I've been a Kelly Express Mart customer for years, and there's a simple reason why. I stop at my Kelly Express Mart every day when I take my kids to school and go off to work. The entire staff is friendly, and the manager even saves me my favorite morning paper. The service is always fast, which is great for a family on the go. Kelly Express Mart has everything my family and I'll need to get our day started, especially fresh, hot coffee. There are locations all around Jackson, so I know that there are quality products and fast, friendly service just around the corner. Kelly Express Mart, they're the best. Find your local carrier professionals at Lammers Heating and Air Conditioning, recipient of the Carrier President's Award two years running. No matter the weather, Lammers will keep your house feeling great. Call or visit us online. Michigan Center Schools are always improving. Our facilities and curriculum are constantly updated, but our commitment to community means much more is being done. 
we invest in one-on-one help for struggling readers and practice a nurtured heart approach to student interaction because every student can succeed. We teach students what it means to invest in people and help them to become the leaders they were meant to be. Michigan Center Schools, where success begins. When tall tales of tales are too terrific, you have tales and tales. Jackson District Library's summer reading program. Join me. Me. And me. As we read fun and exciting stories about animals while competing to win a variety of prizes, including gift cards, guitars, music lessons, bicycles, and more. It's Jackson District Library's summer reading program going on June 1st through July 31st. Register for tales and tales at myjdl.com. Welcome back to the morning show on JTV. It's time for our chamber connection with us now from the Jackson Chamber of Commerce, Pat O'Dowd and program director from Home of New Vision. We have Heather Williams. Good morning. Good morning. Congratulations on uh, the ribbon cutting in Jackson. Thank you. So uh, it was uh, it was this Monday. Yeah. Great ribbon cutting. Yep. You're also on the board. I am. So I'm, this is uh, uh, proud, special for proud, you. Yeah, proud member of the board of directors uh, in long-term recovery. And that's the, the Home of New Vision is uh, you know, uh, serving the recovery community and uh, trying to put a, you know, an end to the stigma and just help people recover. So yes, it, it was uh, it was a special moment for me and uh, getting to work with Heather and uh, the rest of the team at Home of New Vision. It was it was great. Look at that. They even gave you a microphone. They did. Wow. Wow. The I camera, really the like camera adds ten pounds. <laughs> they took the one that holy smokes. pounds. My buttons look like they're bursting. Uh, yeah. Good <laughs> we might need to run that footage back. No. Uh, Heather, look at Jerry's shirt fits perfectly. Jerry's, Jerry's looking Jerry very smelt. Um, Heather, what does Home of New Vision do? Talk a little bit about um, your organization. So Home of New Vision is a substance use disorder or organization, and um, specifically the Engagement Center is a short-term crisis intervention location where we assist individuals in the community with substance use disorders um, and help them get linked to the resources in the Jackson community. So how does, what, what would be a, a, a candidate? Is, is this someone, someone's going to be brought in by a family member or someone seeking out individual help? So a lot of times the hospital refers them okay. to us. A lot of friends and family, other treatment centers in the area, the police department, a lot of community agencies we work with and they refer to us. Now recovery is possible and um, talk a little bit about what goes into that road to recovery. It's not just stopping by home and new vision for five minutes and leaving. There's a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot that goes into recovery. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would say so. Um, if, if it was just five minutes, that would have been pretty cool. I know <laughs> myself in my early twenties put in uh, a lot of time and trying to, uh, to get clean and uh, stay clean and, and all of that. So, no, there, but there is, a, you know, one of the things I like most about uh, Home and New Vision and one of the reasons I uh, um, was proud to join the board was the multiple pathways to recovery philosophy. So for some people, 12-step programs work great. For some people, uh, church, 
works great for mm -hmm. some some people it's exercise they're just you know dedicating themselves maybe to education and furthering their uh you know advancing through life like that but uh, home and new vision uh, i think is is very uh, open to the multiple pathways in recovery so right we meet individuals where we're at and their unique situation and work with them to determine what their needs are and what um, their self-determination is um, talk a little bit about the communities you serve um, a lot of people if they if they don't hear about it they don't think there's a problem in the community but you know we hear about it all the time is there a, a large problem in the communities you serve yeah I believe so in a mm -hmm. lot of communities across the United States and COVID uh, ha has really um, amped up the issue too because uh, you know addiction substance use disorder it, it's a it's a disease of uh, isolation and uh, that's what it's it, to me, that's what the goal of the disease is to isolate you away from your friends, family, and any support system. And then, you know, it wreck ha wrecks havoc on your life. So COVID uh, really put a lot of people in a tough situation where they couldn't attend meetings. They couldn't, uh, you know, get any of that face-to-face -face connection. Um, so the, the problem has been exacerbated for sure. And we heard a stat, I can't remember who said it, uh, 90,000 drug overdose in the first nine months of last year. So the country is losing 10,000 lives um, a month last mm -hmm. year, you know, and it, it, to me that's just, that's insane. I mean, they're preventable deaths mm -hmm. and, you know, it's not, uh, I think one of the big, big things too is that it's, it's somebody's mom, it's somebody's sister. It's not just some, you know, the old stereotype of some junkie out it's on the corner or whatever. No, it's, it's kids. I mean, I heard somebody tell me this weekend, a 20 year old uh, passed away from a, a drug overdose, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. and, yeah, that's, that's somebody's family. It touches it every community and every walk of yeah. life. Yeah, yeah we've, we're, we hear so many stories, but like, I want to come back to that. Like you said, someone's grandmother could have had a, a shoulder surgery and then got you know, hooked on the, mm -hmm. the medications, and, and that does happen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So talk about the uh, programs and a little bit about what you guys do. So um, we start with an initial screening before we bring them in just to make sure that they're safe to be there. If they're not, we'll refer to the hospital or primary care physician to get them stable before we bring them in. And then once we bring them in, it's a really safe, warm, welcoming environment where we just really meet them where we're at and let them know there's someone here that cares about them. And even if they're not ready today to make that step to go into recovery or treatment or what it is, that we're always here for when they are ready and they know that they can come back to us. Everyone needs encouragement or coaching. I know you guys offer coaching. What is, what is that like? Talk about um, why everyone needs a coach on the road to recovery. Well, I think when people first think about getting sober, it's scary. You know, they're used to um, a certain way of living and to change that completely, um, having a recovery coach or a coach present to help like just talk things through or be there to support them through the difficulties of it because it is a lifelong journey. You don't just come in, get all set up, go into treatment, come out 30 days later and you're set for life. Like it's a lifelong journey and the biggest piece about Recovery is that support system, that community connection, um, going to meetings, having that family of support. And it's just like anything. I mean, uh, if you're, if you're going to be a successful television uh, broadcaster, if you're going to be a media sensation like yourself, you have to have somebody that's mentoring you or somebody that showed you the way, right? And you've got, uh, you've got Bart that's mm -hmm. uh, 
you know, brought you to this level. Uh, same thing in, in recovery, you know, having somebody that's been through that process. I know when I first started going to meetings, the idea of never drinking or partying again, I was like, what the, am I gonna do for the rest of my life? But having some people that, had, you know, 20, 30 years, 40 years and been through it, having mm -hmm. them there to tell you, you know, it's gonna be all right, it, you know, you're gonna get through this, but it's just that mentor-mentee relationship and that's, uh, you know, the, the Home of New Vision certainly offers those services. Yeah, well, thank you for uh, opening uh, up in Jackson and if someone wants to uh, get a hold uh, of you guys or learn more about um, what you guys do, how can they do that? They can reach out to um, us personally or me and myself personally. Um, we can have the number, email, whatever they want to get a hold of us. Awesome. Uh, big home get. Homeandnewvision.com, I think, is the. Homeandnewvision.org. .org. Okay. Great. Mm -hmm. Thank you guys uh, very much for being here and thanks for all you're thanks doing for in, having uh, me. in the community. That's our chamber connection with Heather Williams from Home of New Vision and Pat O'Dowd from our Jackson County Chamber of Commerce. We'll be right back after this quick break. If you're looking for a personalized car buying experience, then visit the team at Auto Merchants. Buy, sell, and trade without the backroom haggling. You'll work with one person start to finish. Put our 30 years of financing experience to work finding your next ride. Jackson Public Schools, better than ever. District-wide building additions and improvements, 21st century learning furniture, added safety and security measures, and technology advancements for every classroom. All part of Jackson Public Schools' continued commitment to our students and our community. We are dedicated to providing our students the tools and environment to succeed. There is no better place for our students to learn than in person at Jackson Public Schools. Jackson Public Schools, bringing our community together to build a culture of academic excellence and workforce readiness. Go Vikings! I'll be seeing you in all of our favorite places with laughter and warm embraces all day through. Elmo loves you. I love you too. With free COVID-19 vaccines, sunnier days are ahead. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org. I'll be seeing you. I'm Nate Vermeulen, and welcome to Vermeulen Furniture. We are Jackson's premier home furnishing store. Living in dining room sets, home office decor, beautiful bedrooms, we have it all. Take advantage of our in-home design service, and we provide free mattress delivery and setup. We have a wide variety of power recliners for those lazy days, and be sure to check out our clearance center for the best deals in Jackson. Stop into Vermeulen's today and make your house a home. Yes, we know, pet insurance can be a bit confusing, but it doesn't have to be. The Personal Lines team at Walton, an independent auto owner's insurance agency, is here to help. We've flipped the script to provide the modern pet parent with clear choices and access to the latest technology, including an app that allows you to make claims, talk to a live vet 24-7, and even manage playdates. If you're interested in a quote, look up Walton, an independent auto owner's insurance agency, at waltonpetinsurance.com. Walton Insurance Group, we're here. You need a plumber? Grimes Plumbing Company. Licensed and insured, proudly serves the Jackson area with fast, reliable service and competitive pricing, both for repairs and new installs. For fast, reliable plumbing service, call Grimes Plumbing today. And remember, we love water. The Irish Hills is a thriving community and an incredible place to call home. We're proud of our flourishing downtowns and unbelievable entertainment. 
Recreational possibilities? Yes, we've got tons of those. And if you're thinking about a home on the lake and that's what you might desire for your family, we've got plenty of those too. America has changed the way that we're living and working, and it may have you rethinking your current home situation. If so, I'm Tim Creech. I'm with Five Star Real Estate, and my team and I would be happy to help you with your home needs. Give us a call. Welcome back to the morning show. Andy, have you been to Canada since the pandemic started? No, I have not. No. Uh, Dr. Don O'Neill, we have some good news. She's a mom in Canada has had her second vaccine dose. That's great news. So hopefully Dr. Donna will be able to see her mom. She hasn't been able to see her the whole time. I pandemic. would like to meet Dr. Donna's mom. I would mom. too. But she can't go to Canada just yet because the border remains closed. It's been closed since March 12, 2020. And a couple weeks ago, um, the um, Prime Minister of uh, Canada, Justin Trudeau, Tweeted that tweeted that it's going to remain closed through at least June 21, but we're seeing new indications that it's going to be early July before people can travel between the two countries. In the mm. United States, they're in lockstep with Canada. They don't want the borders uh, mm. open. Very interesting. Canada is doing a better job vaccinating their population. 63% of Canadians have had one dose. And as of Wednesday, 51.7% of Americans have had one dose. So we've got it's a wide gap. Very it's surprising because Canada, they started later. It's they have a lot less people. And they're all spread all over the place. Well, I don't know. Maybe the, they have a medical director like. <laughs> hey, Brandon, you know where they play the Rose Bowl? Pasadena. Pasadena. Have the you Rose heard Bowl. about the problems in Pasadena? Well, which ones? Well, they have a uh, they have a problem, big problem. What is it? You know what those oh, are? Oh, the peacocks. The peacocks. There's a, they're running they're loose. everywhere. Yeah, they were brought in to liven up the Pasadena area way, way, way back in the dead or day, but now they're reproducing, and um, they have you heard these things? They're loud. They're they dirty. sound like like babies and kids being hurt. Oh no. Yeah, so they're running around everywhere. They'd like you not to feed them. Um, so how would you like to have your walk outside of your $20 million home in Pasadena and have, <laughs> have all that to deal with? Well, they are uh, colorful. Yeah, they are. Yeah. So they did brighten up the neighborhood, but now there's a problem, and I don't know what they're going to have to do. But don't feed them if you no. go to Pasadena. NBC should adopt them. I agree. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure there's a zoo or two. Actually, they should call the tiger people. And just uh, send them all to one of those wild zoos. So, so yeah. So I have field day. I have to go to field day right after this. It started at 8:45. I'm oh gonna be gosh, you're actually working minutes. field day. Aren't I you? am. Yeah. What's your job? Something in the gym. I'm yeah. sure that uh, the gentlemen in there have have it handled. We we're talking about um, all the uh, incentives to get vaccinated, and with there's va there's incentives for everything. Free appetizers at Applebee's to apply. Mm -hmm. Huh. And to get vaccinated in uh, Washington State, they have a new program called Joints for Jabs. And guess what you get when you get a, a vaccine? A joint. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but it's not going over well because most of the marijuana shops, mm -hmm. they're not set up to have people lined up to give six out six feet free. Apart, yeah. apart. 
six feet, six feet, six feet apart. <laughs> there you go. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, that's a good way to get, you know, people lined up, I think, for sure. Yeah. But it's not working. No. So. No, because, uh, well, you can just go buy it. That's why. It's true. In Washington, it, it's, it's legal. Yeah, it's easier probably to just go buy it than it is to, so. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, uh, a bill was introduced in the state house to uh, stop cities from imposing income tax on those who don't live in the city. That would seriously impact the city of Jackson. Yes, it would. Because people that work in the city but live outside the city, they have to pay income tax. This bill would eliminate that. Yeah, well, I'm not getting rich off that, but yeah, that would impact yeah. the city for sure. It would impact the city's bottom line. Yeah, 24, 24 cities, including Detroit, Jackson, um, and many others that yeah. do that. So, Hey, a la Sharp Patio Party. That's right. That's right, Steve Trojan and friends. So uh, great opportunity to get outside and hear a little live music. First one tonight. Tonight. Yep. Five, five till seven. Five till seven. And Friday night, it's the first movie. The DDA is uh, doing movies on uh, one night each month, June, July, and August. And Friday night at about dusk. And I hope they wait till dark this time. Yeah, because, you know, it's, it's hard watching a movie at yeah. 7.45. <laughs> um, and kids don't have to go to school in the summer, so they can stay up a little stay later. Stay up. It's Friday night. Yeah. It's Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, to those people who put their kids to bed at 7.00. That bothers me. That'd be great, though. <laughs> it's, yeah. the, it's daylight. I don't know how people do that. It bothers you because you're jealous. Because you're no, you're, my you're, kid. Yeah, whatever. Ella stays up till midnight. No, she doesn't. She stays up till nine thirty. Not in the summer. Well, whatever. You worry about your own kids. <laughs> All right. Who's on the uh, show later today? Uh, the show later today, Steve Shotwell will be here with you. Mike Brand, J.C. Hutchins, Dave DeBaker, and the Rick Walton. And then Monday. Um, I'm going to take up a much-needed hiatus. <laughs> so I won't be here. All right. Well, that's it for today, the morning show. Thanks to our crew, all our wonderful sponsors, and you. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll see you this afternoon. As a proud partner of Frankenmuth Insurance, Barker Weber operates under five distinct values. Integrity, we will be honest and fair. Stewardship, we commit to responsible management. Empathy, we understand how you feel. Mutual respect and trust, you'll always